From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Sit down and listen to this. I got a juicy piece of news, and it's reliable. Allen and Accounting got it from Stephen and Promotions, who got it from Cindy and Retail Sales, who got it from Arlene, the station manager's secretary, that the station is definitely way over budget and somebody's getting the axe. But don't tell anybody I was sworn to secrecy. And have you ever been in that situation where somebody tells you something and you just get all these question marks about the source? Is it true or not? Are they really breaking up or not? Or is this true about my sister or not? You just you just get enough information to raise a lot of question marks, but you don't have any solid information. And let's say that it's really important to you, like in this case in the Frazier situation where Roz is talking about someone's going to get the axe. You know, you hear that at work, there are going to be layoffs. And then what happens? You're flooded with anxiety. And how do you deal with that? How do you deal with those interim situations where you've got lots of questions and you don't have the answers yet? Well, that's something you can call me about. If you're struggling with something in your life that's in that category or several other categories, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. I'm a clinical psychologist. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And I help you think better. I help you take some situation in your life that is emotionally very powerful and that's got you revved up, either you're anxious or you're feeling bummed out. You just don't feel like getting out of bed in the morning or you're feeling, oh, let, let's say that you just feel obsessive. You have to counter check things. You've got OC, a little OCD going on or you're angry, a lot of powerful emotions. How do we deal with the powerful emotions in our life? That's what we as clinical psychologists love doing. We love giving you the skills to manage your own mind better. And my uh, my show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I take your calls on anything from problems with your parents, problems with friends. Uh, right now, we're going to turn to the phones and welcome Sandy. Sandy, you're having some problems with a neighbor? I am. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Um, this has been going on for a couple months now. Um, this woman likes to sleep. I live in a fourplex, and this woman likes to sleep with her porch light on. And so I talked to her about it, and then she changed her porch light to where it was uh, a motion thing where you walk by and the light automatically goes on. Okay. Well, that wasn't good enough for her, so she switched it so it's super sensitive, and then it was going off and on and off and on. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, I'm not getting any sleep. So I've talked to her, and she says, okay, I'll only leave. We had an agreement uh, because she's young. I'm old. uh, I'm How old are you? You know something? You sound real young. (laughs) I think young. I'm 61. She's in her 20s. And um, so what she did was, she would tell, we had an agreement. I know she stays out late, so I said, okay, you can leave your porch light on until you get home, which is usually around one thirty or 2. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, she, she uh, started leaving her porch light on all night. Well, this week I got four hours sleep, and so at 3 o'clock in the morning... What do you do I, for a living that it's real critical for you? I'm, uh, I do lots of jobs. I'm an artist um, by heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, during the day, I um, work for a company that designs flags and banners for um, all the stadiums in the country. Wow. Okay. And um, I'm, I need my sleep. Yeah. So I'd only had four hours sleep. Uh, I kept calling her, calling her. She wouldn't answer her phone. Um, so I uh, 
put my robe on, went next door, rang her doorbell about three times before she woke up and answered the door. Mm-hmm. And I said, please turn your light off. And she says, no, I can't. I'm in fear. In fear? And then, fear. F-E-A-R. She's, yeah, she's afraid somebody's going to come and get her. So I, and she looked at me and she well, says, go she's, buy. She's oh. 100% right. You're going to come and get her if she keeps leaving the light on. <laughs> I know. So um, she says, go buy draperies. And I'm on a, a limited, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I don't have extra money to go buy draperies. And so um, I told her that over and over that I don't have money to do that. What would it and, mean to you to have this solved? Well, my landlord ended up buying the draperies. So you now have draperies. I now have so draperies. what's the problem now that you're facing? The problem now is she's turning up her stereo. <laughs> Okay. And we so this together. has become what you've got going on. Our neighbor wars going on. Yeah, and and I've lived here a year. She's lived here a year. We're original tenants, and um, now she's taking it to a noise level. And you know, I'm already on edge, and I I don't know how to handle it anymore. And, and you've um, let her know that the noise bothers you. Yes. It, so this is like living with a sibling. Yes. <laughs> yeah, did you live with siblings, or were you a lucky only child? Um, no, I lived with siblings. Okay, and I say that with a wink because I love having siblings, and it's not that easy being an only child. Um, right. So I've also situation... I've also been a, a a property manager. I've been a leasing agent, so I know about noise complaints and stuff so like that. So how would you manage tried... it if in if if you could see this totally resolved within? Let's say one week. What would have had? What would have had to have happened within this upcoming week? Well, if I were the person in charge of the complex, I would give them a three-day notice to um, cease. Okay, to keep the noise level down. And do you yeah. think it's an anxiety disorder that she has, or do you think that it's a power struggle, like a passive-aggressive type thing? Okay, you got your drapes now, but now I'm going to put up my music. Right. I think it's passive-aggressive. You think it's a passive... So if you got the music down, then what would happen? Her garbage would end up... She would find something else. She would find something else. So basically, is there anything likable about this woman? Um, My original response to her, she probably doesn't weigh over 100 pounds. She's cute. Um, But is there anything you like about this woman? Um... In the beginning, when I would request something like the music being turned down, she would do it, and there was no problem at all. Okay, how? and you're right next door, or she's right above you, I didn't... Right next door. Her right next living door. living room where the, okay. where the stereo is is the, next the to The things my I was going to recommend, I use blinders. When my husband likes to keep on the light, and it's certainly not passive-aggressive, he's reading the paper or something, I get these little puffy blinders, and they work unbelievably well. Um... Do you know what I'm talking about? Just the iPads that you can get. Right. And I got them at TJ Maxx. They were very inexpensive. But it sounds like you've solved that with the drapes. I did. The noise problem, you can either put on light music for yourself or you can invite her down. Because if you don't have a conversation, if you have the conversation where it's, you better do what I want, even if it's you know packaged very delicately, if you if you invited her for tea and said, you know, what are you, what are your thoughts on how to solve this? Try to engage her cooperation on it, 
or just go for a walk with her or something. I was out today walking with a neighbor that I rarely walk with, but it was really nice to touch base and to have a neighborly feel to it. If you both had a huge, where do you live? In Berkeley. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you both had a huge snowstorm and you had to shovel together and do something and bake bread together, it would break the ice again. But you want to have some method to try to connect with her to address her needs of having the music but still reach a reasonable solution for yourself. Um, So you need to brainstorm with her. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and you're listening to The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, The Serious Romance Guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Sex, in the most cherished sense, is your physical expression of deep attraction to what you admire and love in the character of your soulmate. Unfortunately for most couples, this vibrant, sensual attraction fades with time. How can you avoid this fate and instead nurture your sensual attraction to your partner? One requirement is that you must grasp the deepest meaning of romantic intimacy and never lose your own desire for it. Romantic sex is a profound union of your body and your mind. You are a whole person, mind and body. Ideal romantic love is not separated from the physical or the mental. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com.